Tithes and offerings. Hmm, what does the Bible teach about giving tithes and offerings? It's coming up. Hi folks, Pastor Scott here at Truths That Transform. Thanks for tuning in and listening. Today I want to look at this topic about tithes and offerings from the Bible. The Bible tells us here in Malachi chapter 3 and verse 10, Bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be meat in mine house, and prove me now herewith, saith the Lord, if I will not open you the windows of heaven, and pour you out a blessing, that there shall not be room enough to receive it. Now, friend, what's interesting about this verse is there's a command here, bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse. There's a command here, but God doesn't just command us to do something without expecting something in return from him, <clears throat> excuse me, necessarily. What am I talking about? Well, he says here, bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse there that there may be meat in mine house improve me herewith saith the lord um, in other words friends god's work requires god's people contributing to it uh, the lights and air conditioning are not free you see uh, the your city uh, wherever you dwell wherever you live your city does not give your church free electricity free water no it doesn't work that way um, the tithes and offerings of god's people uh, help to pay those necessary bills. And he says, prove me. Prove me. What does that mean? Well, friend, sometimes when you get your paycheck or checks, if you're a dual income home, uh, you and your wife, um, if they're, if you're a dual income home, you, you do your budget, you deduct your bills and so forth. And you, you begin to ask yourself, is there going to be enough to buy <clears throat> food? Is there going to be enough to buy clothing or whatever your necessities may be? Education, whatever. And the ten the tendency is, the temptation is to shirk God. Yes, you pay Caesar. You pay, you pay your mortgage. You pay your car payment. You pay these things. But then it's almost like you have to <clears throat> ask yourself, is it worth, you know, is it worth giving God his 10%? That's the question people ask themselves. Okay, er, can we afford to give our tithe? Well, friend, may I encourage you by saying, you cannot afford not to give your tithe. He says here, Prove me now herewith, saith the Lord, if I will not open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing. That's what God says. Prove me. Just see what I'll do. You tithe, you give the 10% of your income to me and you see what i'll do i'll open the windows of heaven if you ever gone outside and it's just pouring pouring down rain i mean the streets are flooded and maybe depending on where you live there's flash flood warning and maybe uh, you have river rivers and tributaries around you that you know uh you live in a flood zone and so your area is prone to flooding and danger of, of you know water coming into your house well wouldn't it be a blessing if you tithe, you tithe, you put God first, you you obey him, and then, wow, all these blessings that you did not expect, blessings come from every direction, whether financially or materially, maybe you get a bonus at work, I don't know, 
God can bless us how he chooses to bless us. But wouldn't that be a blessing? Are you tithing, friend? Are you tithing? He says, I will open the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing, and there shall not be room enough to receive it. Friend, the error area where most Christians go wrong is this area of tithing because we get greedy, we get stingy, and we don't want to give God. We don't want to give God what is rightfully his. Now, we don't mind giving the movie theater our money. We don't mind giving the gas station our money. We don't mind giving the grocery store our money. But, man, there's just something in us that withholds money from God, isn't it? Like God's being mean and he wants my money. Well, he's the one that gave you the power to get your money. Don't forget that. Deuteronomy 8.18 says, The Lord thy God is he that giveth thee power to get wealth. You wouldn't have the money if it wasn't for God in the first place. So, as you sit there and contemplate your bills, let's be sure, you know, Uncle Sam gets his half. You don't even see Uncle Sam's portion because your taxes get taken out if you're if you're employed with an employer and you get a W-2, if you're self-employed, well, you know the story. You have to withhold from yourself, taxes from yourself. But if you work a job and your taxes automatically get taken out, you don't even see that. But what's gut-wrenching is to withhold from yourself your taxes that are necessary, health insurance, and then and then you have your tithing. Friend, don't be... Don't be deceived by the devil into thinking you're going to get ahead by not tithing. No, sir. Um, God's going to get his tithe. He will get his tithe. I would rather go out and rob a bank, which I've never done, but I'd rather hold up a bank by myself, mind you, with a little revolver and think I'm going to get away with it uh, versus robbing God. I'd have, I'd, I'd have a better chance of getting away with robbing a bank than robbing God. Why? It's not wise to rob God, ladies and gentlemen. It isn't. It is not wise to rob God. So as you sit there today thinking, you know, tithing, what is that? It's the ten it's ten percent of your income. You bring home you brought home a thousand dollars this week, you tithe a hundred dollars. It's ten percent of your income. That's what the Bible teaches. So I hope that helps you today. Thank you for listening. If you have any questions, feel free to Leave comments on our Truths That Transform uh, Facebook page. I've posted the notes, the cliff notes, if you will, to the Facebook page. Uh, but my encouragement to you, friend, is to start tithing. Give to the Lord and watch Him bless. Thank you for listening. God bless you. Hope I've transformed your day.